Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3, episode 24 of this daily study podcast. Thank you very much for joining us again today uh, as we continue with our study of the Come Follow Me materials for this week, covered in January the 18th to January the 24th, Doctrine and Covenants 3 to 5, My Work Shall Go Forth. And today we're moving on to Doctrine and Covenants 4, um, in the title, in the section titled, The Lord Asked Me to Serve Him With All My Heart. Now, I love how the uh, the manual begins this. It says, quote, Section 4 is often applied to full-time missionaries. However, it's interesting to note that this revelation was originally given originally uh, to Joseph Smith Sr., who wasn't being called on a mission, but still had desires to serve God, close quote. In fact, I'd like to take this a step further and points out that the word missionary does not appear in any of the standard works. You, you can go you can go search that now. Like if you go to your scriptures in the gospel library and you search, you know, the downloaded content and look for the and look for the word missionary, you won't actually find that in the scriptures. And so to say that this uh, section is, you know, the missionary chapter, um, you know, I understand why some people say that uh, and why, you know, that's uh, something that is attributed to missionary work and why you know, when I was in, um, when I was on my mission, we used to recite uh, Doctrine and Covenants section four, as did many other missionaries, I'm sure. I don't know if that's what they still do today, but it's certainly something I did on my mission. And that was in 2008 to 2010. And I know that people did it before as well. Um, so we know that it applies very much to missionary work today, but it wasn't about missionary work as such. It's about to anyone who wants to serve God. And I think that that makes this a much more applicable scripture to everyone, not just to missionaries. Uh, we all have this opportunity to serve. And as we study the actual section tomorrow, uh, we need to look for ways about how this can apply to us today. But as always, I want to have a little look at the, the background, the context to this um, before we dive into looking at the actual section. Because again, this, has a, this section has a, has a very interesting backstory, uh, which I think is very relevant and we learn a lot about the people involved in this um, story uh, when we actually read about it. Uh, you can read about it in the, uh, if you click on the um, kind of background information tab in the Gospel Library app in the Come Follow Me lesson for this week, you can find all this here. Um, it's in the Revelations in Context book. It's also in the Saints book. Um, there's, you know, a couple of places you may find it. But um, what ha what happens is Joseph Smith Sr., uh, visits his son in Harmony, Pennsylvania, um, and he asks him for a revelation concerning his own role in the restoration. Um, it, and then what what happens is that this revelation is recorded down um, and it is later public, uh, public, published in this book of Revelation or the book of the Doctrine and Covenants. Um, and it says, uh, when it was later copied in preparation for publication with this heading, quote, a revelation to Joseph, the father of the seer, he desired to know what the Lord had for him to do. And this is what he received as follows. It was a short, close quote. As we know, it's a short revelation. Uh, Doctrine and Covenants 4 is not very long. And yet it talks about some very important principles. However, um, what, you know, knowing that this was given to Joseph Smith Sr. because he was asking to know what to do in the work of the Lord is, is wonderful. And it teaches us a lot about the, the character of Joseph Smith Sr. and how he wanted to be engaged in this work. He was 57-ish years old at this time. Uh, and so obviously, you know, this is, 
he's kind of entering the um, the middle age toward the, the later end of his life. And he wants to um, know what he can do in this great work. And um, th- this revelation is given. But then um, it actually has an impact on events in the history of the church, this revelation. Um, to continue from um, from the example or the, um, the experience in Revelations and Context, it says, quote, Soon after returning to Manchester, Joseph Sr. agreed to welcome as a boarder at his home a schoolteacher named Oliver Cowdery. Joseph Sr. hesitated when Cowdery, who had heard rumours about Joseph Jr.'s visions and the plates, began to pepper him with questions. Father Smith may have been reluctant due to the harassment his family had received from neighbours and local clergy. Whatever the reason for his initial hesitation, he, he yielded to the Revelation's mandate and served as a faithful witness to Joseph Smith's early visions. Close quote. Basically, um, they had just recently taken a boarder, who was Oliver Cowdery, who, of course, we're going to get to know very well uh, during our studies of the Doctrine and Covenants. And this man was asking or had heard about Joseph Smith and about the things that he was doing. And he was asking him many questions and probably because of the, you know, the great um, antagonism they'd received and persecution, perhaps they'd received from Joseph, you know, claiming to see what he had said he'd seen and doing what he was doing. Um, Joseph Sr. was reluctant to talk about it. And how often do we feel like that? I mean, let's just like put this into a real context here for us. How often when you're asked at work, you know, what did you do over the weekend? Or how often when you've been to um, the temple um, and, you know, someone asks you, oh, did you do anything interesting last night? How many times do you just say, oh, no, not really, and just kind of pass it by? I know I'm very guilty of that very often. And um, I think Joseph Sr. is a great example of that, of how he was reluctant to talk about this great work. But then, of course, he receives this revelation through his son, the prophet. He goes home and it's after this revelation is given, very soon after this revelation is given, that Joseph Sr. actually, you know, decides to tell Oliver about this great work that his son is doing, um, that Oliver is asking about. And... It's then that Oliver Cowdery then decides, you know, he feels like he's been called to help with this. And he goes to Joseph and offers his help. The Lord has given and will always give a way for his work to go forward. And whether that's through prompting uh, an individual to speak to another individual, which can then make something move forward, that may be the way it goes. But his hand is always in in his work and it will not stop. Uh, And that's what this section is all about. And so maybe we can learn from uh, Joseph Smith Sr. and his initial um, reluctance to share about his son's divine call and actually how when he was given the opportunity to receive a revelation from the Lord, that he took that and he acted upon it straight away. And then we need, we need to do the same, whether it's from the Lord or from, you know, a, from a leader of the church, perhaps. We need to act upon the invitations that we're given uh, and, and try and live them out as best as we, as best as we can. Now, at the start of this section in uh, Doctrine and Covenants, section four, it says, Now behold, a marvellous work is about to come forth among the children of men. Um, I want to share this quote from uh, David O. McKay, because I think that this really indicates just how prophetic this was. Don't forget that this was given when Joseph was 23 years old. The church wasn't established. Um, he hadn't received the Uranic priesthood yet. He hadn't yet uh, translated the plates Uh, to create the Book of Mormon. And so to say that this marvellous work is about to come forth, you know, some would say is is odd that he would state such a claim on that. 
if this was not a revelation from God, but of course it was. Um, David M. McKay said, quote, when this revelation was given to the prophet Joseph, he was only 23 years of age. The Book of Mormon was not yet published. No man had been ordained to the priesthood. The church was not organized, yet the statement was made and written without qualification that a marvelous work was about to come forth among the children of men. Another significant feature of this revelation and of others given about the same period is the naming of essential qualifications of those who are to participate in the bringing about of this marvellous work. These qualifications were not the possession of wealth, not social distinction, not political preferment, not military achievement, not nobility of birth, but a desire to serve God with all your heart, might, mind and strength, spiritual qualities that contribute to nobility of soul. I repeat, no popularity, no wealth, no theological training in church government, yet a marvellous work was about to come forth among the children of men, close quote. I think that we'll do well to remember that this, re that this revelation is given to all of us, not just those that are called on a mission, not just those that are related to a prophet, but for anyone that wants to embark in the service of God. This is an opportunity to really jump in and be part of it in whatever work it is, and we've spoken a lot about that since, you know, Moroni talked about the mission that Joseph had been given. Find out from the Lord what you can do today to further his work. And he will call you to that work as you desire to seek and serve him with all your heart, might, mind and strength. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please do follow the podcast on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can also um, email session at gmail.com with your feedback if you're interested in joining in a future episode yourselves as well thank you for your time and until we meet again